Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, good afternoon, Facebook family. Happy freaking fabulous Friday. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Hope you guys are doing amazing today. I got a little friend. Um, check me out over there. She might want to pop on, so let me stay over here close. Uh, it's Friday, guys. Happy freaking fabulous Friday. I'm calling this episode Free Flow Friday because I don't have any idea what I'm going to talk about. There's Mimi. Mimi, where were you yesterday? We were looking for you. You had everyone worried. We thought you had walked out of the facility and forgot where you lived and so everyone was looking for you. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> Mimi doesn't live in a facility. <laughs> so anyway, I have no idea what I'm talking about today. So I called it Free Free, free Flow Friday. It's been a very busy day. It's been a very busy week. I uh, have a meeting with my executive team tomorrow all day as we restructure some of the things that we do as we get ready to move forward. What's up, Lorenzo? And um, just just trying to dial in how to reach our families more effectively, how to serve them better, how to uh, communicate better. And, uh, you know, maybe that's what I'll talk about. As a leader of a company, just like a leader of a family, I look at myself as responsible for setting a tone and maintaining a culture and communicating and forming relationships that carry over to everyone. So I, I not only want to try to model a certain way of, of, of being, you know, just as a, as a person who's living, but I also want to be able to model that for, for obviously for the families that we serve, but I want to model that for my employees and I want to model that for my colleagues. And to that same point, I want to encourage them to be able to model that with one another. And, you know, one of the things I wrestle with as, as the CEO and, and clinical director of, a, of an organization is how to maintain a presence of love and understanding when you're when you're managing a lot of people and you have a lot of families and a lot of kids that have needs and there are just so many there's so many invitations for stress and fear i mean all around us you know there's there's so this world is so crazy right now and it feels like it's crazier than ever before hello amanda and you know, I don't know that it's crazier than it's ever been before. I think maybe it, everything's just so much, it's just highlighted so much. And and there's so many calls for, for stress and overwhelm. And, you know, we have to constantly stand guard to fear. We have to constantly be mindful of experiences of being overwhelmed. And we have to constantly challenge challenge ourselves 
to be present to those who are also stressed and who may also be fearful and may also be overwhelmed. And we're not just talking about children. I'm talking about all of us, how we relate to one another, how we communicate, how we look at one another, how we see one another. You know, there's so many opportunities in any given moment to become fearful and and to get scared and to shut down and to want to, you know, create create barriers and limits and then what happens is we end up creating these these fear-based artificial situations i actually had a uh, lengthy conversation with one of my senior coaches yesterday evening regarding a teenage girl that we have in our care and also some teenage boys and, and interactions the interactions that they have and the thing is i think traditional traditional models of working with children hello Cynthia Costa thank you so much for those beautiful kind loving words I think our traditional models of working with children are so fear-based that they create artificial environments I know right now we have a couple of kids actually I think three maybe even four that have been in residential treatment facilities in excess of two and three years and then these children get discharged they get sent home and they're actually no better than they were when they when they were sent to begin with and then what has happened is these children have been put in these artificial environments where really they're set up for the adults to feel safe they're set up so the the adults feel like they are in control and then you know, they operate a lot of times from that perspective. They do a lot of consequences. They do a lot of points and rewards. And, and um, you know, a lot of the uh, control-based, fear-based, punishment-based models. And then all that's doing is controlling children externally. It's not helping shape them internally. So some of the harder conversations we have in my organization are about how we actually give children opportunities for normal experiences and normal connections and and normal relationships understanding that sometimes their brains don't always function in a normal way so what does that mean does that mean that you all of a sudden don't take your child to a group a group setting because you know they get easily overwhelmed so you want to limit their contact with other other kids no that's not what it means what it means is you take them to that group setting that group setting and you have an understanding and an awareness and a sensitivity to and a mindfulness of the potential challenges. So you don't have to avoid the setting, you just have to go into it in a responsible way. And then when we are operating from a place of love as opposed to a place of fear, we are able to we are able to listen to our intuition. We're able to be guided by this internal mechanism. It's almost like a like an internal like radar system. When something tells you if, if, if there's something off or, or if there's something you should be concerned about or, or there's something that's right or there's something that feels good. See, your intuition allows you to do that, but the only way... We're able to use our higher intuitive sense as if we can shut down 
the fear in our brain that overwhelms our thinking and makes us want to constrict into survival. When we can slow down, we can be more intuitive. You can be more intuitive when you can slow down and you open your energy up to love and you open your energy up to love, you open your energy up to God. And when your intuition is talking to you, it's because God is talking to you directly. But you cannot hear God's voice if you are stressed out and in survival and scared and overwhelmed. Or if you're worried about what everyone else is gonna think. Do you realize that for 20 years I have been preaching a message, a parenting message that is not popular? It is not the common paradigm. There are so many people that, that just love what I talk about, love what I talk about, and then when they get stressed out, it's like they get scared and it's like they get overwhelmed and they don't realize that that's the nature of the process. Things that are effective are oftentimes not that popular because it indicates that you got to do hard work. Facing fear in our society is not easy because it means you're going to have to do hard work. And sometimes that hard work is just paying attention to yourself. I was in the kitchen today and there's two teenage boys and they start having this interaction. It was so interesting. I was, I was making myself some lunch. I was making myself a little burger and they start having this interaction and one of them's much bigger than the other one and so they're you know they're both the same age both at the peak of, of testosterone and they're they're roughhousing and then one of them says Brian can I beat him up and I said uh, that's between you and him but if so you guys need to go outside with that so they roughhouse a little more I said hey you guys need to go outside with that and then all of a sudden I could feel the intensity the energy in the in the environment it just it just changed, and I turned and I just looked at them because I could feel my anxiety. That's how I knew it wasn't okay. That's how I knew it didn't feel good. I could feel my anxiety, and I turned and I looked at them, and I just I, I looked at both of them for a moment, and then one of the little kids looked at me, one of the guys looked at me. And then it's, it's, I don't know what happened in that exchange, but he went down the hallway into his room. And then the other kid followed him, and when they came out, it was all settled. But my energy was still a little heightened, and, and what that also made me do is it made me think about the dynamics in relationship to this one particular child, because he's bigger than these other kids, and he, has, and he can have that, that bullying energy. And it made me realize in that moment how important the adult presence is in that particular situation. But I wouldn't have been attuned to that at all. So see, what, what, what I do with that is that then affects and influences some of my decisions about the groups and the dynamics of the boys that we have when they're going places or not going places. Now that I'm tuned into that energy, I will pay more attention to who's who's with who but I never had to say a word and it never escalated but I was tuned into that energy and that energy told me that that it didn't feel this didn't feel good and so I immediately you know within a period of time had readjusted and shifted some of the dynamics and uh you know it's fine right now but we've got to be able to slow down we got to be able to slow down and we've got to be able to calm our own fear down 
so we can connect and listen to our intuition. When we can connect and listen to our intuition, I'm telling you, when I tell you, you have the power, that's where it lies. It lies in your ability to slow down and connect. And it just changes everything. So how's that for uh, Free Flow Friday? And I had nothing at all to talk about. Sometimes I just get tired of talking, and so I don't want to talk. And then, you know, when I get when I get quiet for a minute, stuff kind of just comes out. So anyway, there you have it. Hey, enjoy your weekend. Get outside if you can. Slow down. Look at your children. Smile at them. Touch them. Rub their backs. I was over visiting with one of my one of my families and. Uh, one little kid he was sitting down on the on the edge of the couch talking and all the kids were around and I was very consciously just rubbing his back it doesn't take a lot to create impactful regulatory interactions you've just got to slow down and make a point of engaging so slow down take some deep breaths enjoy your weekend and remember in any given situation you always have two choices you can continue to react from the same blueprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm, or you can slow down, take three to ten deep breaths, and choose love. I hope you'll choose love in every possible moment. And I want to encourage you guys, go back into, go on, you know, the Post Institute Facebook page, click on videos. There are so many of these daily doses that I've done now that Christy has done. There's so much education there. I really encourage you guys once a day, you know, go in the first thing in the morning. Just go pick one. It doesn't have to be about any relevant topic to your situation. But here's what I'm going to tell you. If you open up all the daily doses and you just pick one, it's going to have something meaning for you, meaningful for you. It's kind of like when I pop open my Bible and I just start, I point my finger on a scripture and start reading. It always feels meaningful. You have the ability to be able to do that with the uh, all the past daily doses. So you guys have a fantastic weekend. God bless you. Big Papa loves you. I'll see you Monday.